calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Mystery Theater presents... This is Christopher Lee, the host of Mystery Theatre. I'm pleased to bring you another thriller by Carlton E. Morse. It comes courtesy of Adventures by Morse, featuring the fearless Captain Bart Friday. Morse created several highly popular series, including I Love a Mystery. This three-part Adventures by Morse story, A Coffin for the Lady, is one of his most chilling. But first, not all our programs come from radio's golden age. In 1979, CBS debuted the Sears Radio Theatre with all-new, hour-long broadcasts by major actors, writers, and directors. The series concluded on the Mutual Network in 1981. This time, you'll hear a prime example. The Ouija spells murder. Hosted by the unforgettable Vincent Price. After these words. Welcome back to Mystery Theater. I'm your host, Christopher Lee. Our first story is a chiller, hosted by Vincent Price, titled The Ouija Spells Murder, written by Shirley Gordon. It stars Louise Heath, Joan McCall, Sam Edwards, and Howard Culver. Here's the first half of the Sears Radio Theater. The Sears Radio Theater tonight presents host Vincent Price with a tale of mystery. Ellie, you're putting us on. I am not, I swear. My fingers are barely touching the pointer. What sort of message? I don't know. Let's find out. Just be still and concentrate some more. The Ouija Spells Murder will begin after this message from your local station. 
At Frankfurt Airport, the air center of Europe, the instant your Lufthansa flight lands, an invisible stopwatch begins ticking off the seconds. Everything is carefully orchestrated, so by the time you and your next connecting flight are ready to take off again, the average elapsed time is only 45 minutes, compared to 90 for some other airports. And every day, hundreds of Lufthansa connecting flights take off to over 50 cities in Europe alone. The air center of Europe, Frankfurt Airport. As the Red Baron, I am proud to say Frankfurt is also my home. Something to think about when you are thinking of your next business trip through Europe. For more on Lufthansa, contact your travel agent or corporate travel department. This is Vincent Price. The nights are getting dark so early now. This is Ellie Sims' first thought as she locks up the bookstore, leaves the friendly lights of the shopping mall, and steps out into the dark, deserted city street to wait at the corner bus stop alone. Ellie sits down on the bench to wait. The bus should be coming along any moment. She smiles as she recalls a frivolous purchase made during her afternoon lunch break. A Ouija board, an old-fashioned parlor game. She imagines her grandmother once whiled away slow, sunny afternoons, sitting at a lace-curtained window with a friend, the Ouija board between them on their laps, their hands poised delicately on the pointer as they asked it to spell out the answers to blushing questions. Tell me, Ouija, do I have a favorite bow? When we go to the band concert in the park next Sunday afternoon, will he hold my hand? They wait patiently until at last the pointer slides hesitantly across the board to spell out the desired answer. Yes. Ellie shivers suddenly in her winter coat. It's getting colder and darker. She wishes the bus would come along. There's a newspaper vending machine beside the bench. She could at least read a bit of the paper under the corner streetlight while she waits. She walks over to the machine, fishing a coin from her purse, drops it into the slot, and lifts the lid to take out the paper. Only then do her eyes focus on the bold black headlines splashed across its front page. Another body found. Seventh young woman victim of sidewalk slasher. Which brings us to as good a place as any to begin our story. Radio Theater, a new adventure in radio listening, brought to you five nights a week by Sears Roebuck and Company. Sears, where America shops. Your hosts, Lorne Green. I'll bring you stories of the Old West and the New. Andy Griffith with a look at the funny side of life. Vincent Price with tales of mystery and suspense. Cicely Tyson with stories about love, hate, and related things. Richard Whitmark. I'll bring you stories of pure adventure. Five nights of exceptional entertainment every week. 
Brought to you in Elliot Lewis production of The Sears Radio Theater. Our story, The Ouija Spells Murder, by Shirley Gordon. Our stars, Louise Heath and Joan McCall. Sears Budget Shop has a vested interest in value. Vested dresses and vested skirt and pants sets in sizes 8 to 18. Styled just right for spring. Their romantic flounce dresses topped by vests. Tunic pantsuits coupled with vests. Also the tunic and skirt smartly finished with a vest. The vest, the season's fashion basic. Lots of exciting print and solid color combinations. So you can be choosy. Invest in fashion. Invest in value. Vested dresses and vested skirt and pants sets in the budget shop at most larger Sears retail stores. I can't believe they can do it for $19.99. Installed? The aluminized Sears muzzler is only $19.99 installed. And listen to the muzzler promise. Sears promises that the muzzler will last as long as you own your American-made car. Or return it for refund or replacement free. And if Sears installed it, they'll install the new one free. Well, you can't beat that. I think it's fantastic. It's a great promise. The muzzler, just $19.99 installed. Clamps if needed, 99 cents each extra. Sizes to fit most American-made cars. Prices may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. At most Sears Tire and Auto Centers. Dear, today I found the bedroom suite of my dreams at a great price. That's a coincidence. I found one that has all the features. Well, mine has authentic country styling. So does mine. Does yours have a beautiful 26-step finish? Nothing but. And I get a choice of 13 different pieces. All built to last for a long time? Yes, with sturdy tongue and groove construction and dovetail jointed drawers. Is yours Sears, Sears open, open hearth bedroom, bedroom furniture? furniture? Sears open hearth bedroom collection. Expert craftsmen at a reasonable price. Select from 13 different pieces. Now at most Sears retail stores. Darling, I'm a mattress who knows what to wear. Solid color percale sheets from Sears Medley Collection, of course. This gorgeous sheet I'm wearing speaks for itself. The color is called Indian Sand. Isn't that stunning? I wear sheets of royal blue, lemon yellow. Sears has a dazzling selection of up to 24 colors. And the fit? Well, just look. I can't understand why mattresses wear anything but these smooth permapress sheets. Honestly, darling, I wouldn't wear anything else. Sizes from Twin to King in most Sears retail stores and in the catalog. A young woman sitting in a bus riding through dimly lighted streets. She gets off at her stop, shivering in a sudden icy wind, and hurries home, clutching a Ouija board. That you, Ellie? It's me. You're a little late. I know, I must have missed my regular bus somehow. I had to wait almost a half hour for the next one. How grim. Grimmer than you think. The street's so dark and deserted outside of the mall, and there wasn't another soul around at the bus stop. <laughs> With all those terrible murders lately. <laughs> There's been another. It's all over the front page of the paper. Oh, dear. Ooh, how awful. Well, it's no good dwelling on it. What do we have for dinner? Well, since you were late, I went ahead and combined our leftovers into a casserole. It's already in the oven, okay? Great, I'll do the salad. It's done. Marvelous. I think I'll miss my bus every night. Don't push your luck. Oh, what'd you buy? Open it and see. You sure? I bought it for us. Really? Oh, if it's a new jigsaw puzzle, I hope it's easier than the last one. I nearly went blind. It's not a new jigsaw puzzle. A Ouija board? Well, I've heard of them, but I don't think I've ever actually seen one before. I thought we might have some fun with it. How does it work? You just ask it questions, and it spells out the answers. What kind of questions? 
I don't know. We'll find out. Well, let's give it a try right after dinner, shall we? Bill's going to drop over. He'll be intrigued. <laughs> what our grandmothers called entertainment. Nothing's happening. Our grandmothers had more patience. We're too used to instant pictures on the TV screen. Hmm, maybe you're not asking it the right questions. I'm asking it, is my boss going to give me a raise? That's the right question as far as I'm concerned. It says to start out with simple yes or no questions. A simple yes is all I'm asking for, Ouija. But you have to give the pointer a little push in the right direction. But that would be cheating and it wouldn't be any fun. Oh, come on, Ellie. You don't really think that thing's going to start moving by itself, do no, you? No, but... Well, I don't think you should know that you're pushing it. I think you have to keep concentrating hard until your subconscious starts pushing it. All right, then. I'll just sit here and quietly munch on my cheesecake and let you two concentrate on concentrating. Good. Come on, Ann. Close your eyes. And this time, let's really stay absolutely still and keep our minds focused completely on the pointer. But I have been concentrating as hard as I can. It's moving. You're pushing it. I am not. You must be. But I'm not. I swear. <laughs> Come on now. One of you has to be. I think it's starting to spell out something. F. I. N. D. Find. It's going to tell me to find a new job. There you are. It is your subconscious. You probably really want to quit your job and find a new one. I do not. My subconscious doesn't know what it's talking about. Be quiet, you two. Maybe we're getting a message of some sort. Oh, come on, Ellie. You're putting us on. I am not. I swear. My fingers are barely touching the pointer. What sort of message? I don't know. Let's find out. Just be still and concentrate some more. I'm not making him move. I'm really not. Shh. T. H. E. Find the... I'll bite. Find the what? Be quiet, Bill. K. I. L. L. Kill? E. R. Killer. Find a killer. But I was only asking it about my job. Hmm. Now, that's funny. What's funny? Oh, all the time you two have been fooling around with that thing, and I've been sitting here having my coffee and cheesecake, I, I haven't really been able to keep my eyes off the front page of this paper and thinking about those murders. Then it's your subconscious that was the strongest force in the room. And the Ouija board picked up on it. Well, let's face it, all of our subconsciouses are probably thinking the same thing. We're all wishing they'd find that killer. But it's um, still kind of remarkable. The pointer began moving so fast, I couldn't keep my fingers on it. I know, me too. The power of the subconscious. I'm not gonna knock that. Let's see if it'll spell anything else, okay? All right. But I think I'd better watch my thoughts. Let's all be quiet and concentrate. On what? The murders? I'm trying not to think about them. Concentrate on whatever message the board has for us. Do you have anything more to say to us?
Ouija. Oh, Ellie, really? <laughs> Next thing you know, she'll bring home a crystal ball. Both of you. Ouija, do you have anything more to tell us? G O T. God. No, wait. It's moving back to O again. G O T. O. Go to Bill. Don't look at my subconscious. Yes, you do. C L O U. No. No, it's it's changing the last letter. To a V. C L O V. E R. Clover. Go to Clover. What does that mean? I haven't the slightest. <laughs> How about uh, Clover Heights? A new housing tract? What made you think of that? I don't know. It just popped into my head. It's the only Clover around here that I know of. But why is it telling us to go there? You don't suppose that was the second part of the same message, do you? What do you mean? Put them together. Find the killer, go to Clover. You mean the murderer is in Clover Heights and the only one who knows about it is your friend Ouija? Look, it wasn't my idea to play detective with this silly thing. Then let's not. Let's, let's put it away and turn on the TV. Or play a nice, friendly game of three-handed rummy, okay? Okay. Only... Only you're curious, right? Right. <laughs> so am I. So let's all jump in my car, drive over to Clover Heights and find the killer. No. But let's at least see what else my friend Ouija has to say. Just for fun? Some fun. Well, you might say it beats curling up in bed with the latest Hardy Boys. <laughs> Especially considering Ann's cheesecake. Don't let him fool you, Ellie. He's just as curious as we are. I think so, too. Yes, but... Curiosity kills, remember? The suit to own, if you could own only one, is on sale at Sears. The $119 four-piece vested is now $89, a $30 savings. The suit, contrasting slacks, and reversible vest make six different outfits. The four-piece vested suit, it should be the suit you own. On sale for $89 until February 24th in larger Sears men's stores. Style, sense, satisfaction, Sears men's store. Prices and dates may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. Paint it and love it during Sears Home Center Sale. If your walls need a facelift, Sears has something to lift your spirits. $4 off every gallon of Sears Fashion Flat and Semi-Gloss Latex Paints. Plus, save $100 on a one-horsepower safety-shrouded compressor, now just $249.99, complete with air hose, air chuck, and 12-gallon tank. So paint it and love it during Sears Home Center Sale till February 24th at most Sears retail stores. Prices and dates may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.
one Valentine's Day I'll never forget is the time I received a diamond. There's nothing quite like diamonds for expressing love, and now there's no better time to buy them for your love. Now, at most Sears retail stores, all tradition diamond jewelry up to one carat is 20% off till February 24th. That's 20% off diamond solitaires, pendants, earrings, bracelets, stick pins, and fashion rings. So give her a diamond from Sears, and she'll remember this Valentine's Day forever. Dates may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. That was the first half of the Ouija Spells Murder on the Sears Radio Theater. I'll have more after these words. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. This is Christopher Lee welcoming you back to Mystery Theatre. Now, let's return to the Ouija Spells Murder on the Sears Radio Theatre. They sit there, the three of them, hardly daring to breathe. The Ouija board, waiting a question, seems to be a tangible, living thing. Absolute stillness for what seems an incalculable time. Then it moves. G-E-T. Get. P-O-L. I... No, sure. C-E... Police! Get police! So now we're going over to Clover Heights, find a policeman, and tell him our Ouija board says the killer is around there someplace, and all we have to do is find him. Find the killer, go to Clover, get the police. That sounds like what we're supposed to do, all right. You have to tell us more than that, Ouija. Clover Heights is a big area. And we don't really even know if Clover means Clover Heights. Yeah, Ouija. You gotta stop being so vague. Where exactly are we supposed to find the killer? Oh, you thought we were kidding, but it, but it looks like you, it's going to answer you. This better be good. The point is moving so fast, but, but it isn't spilling out anything. It seems to be very agitated. Oh, maybe I hurt its feelings. Sorry, Ouija, old boy. Shh. It's, it's starting to spell something now. S-K-O-L. <laughs> well, now we know what the Ouija is. A thirsty Scandinavian. And he has a point. Why don't I fix us all a nightcap? Wait, wait. It's going. It's spelling something more. S-K-O. School again. Ouija wants a double. No, no, no. It's circle back to O again. It's S-K-O-O-L. School. 
Do you think it means S-C-H? School spelled phonetically? Is there a school in Clover Heights? Yep. Right smack in the middle of it. The school was there to begin with. They're building the housing development around it. Now, that's something I didn't even know. Neither did I, and um, I would also think that even my subconscious would know how to spell school. All right. Assuming that school, however you spell it, is some kind of, well, let's say, legitimate clue, what does it mean? That the killer is hiding out there? Maybe. I don't know. Let's see if the board is going to tell us anything more. Uh, I'd almost just as soon it didn't. Put your hands back on the pointer, Anne. I can feel I can feel it beginning to move already. A L L E Y. Allie. Correct spelling this time. Shh, shh, there's more. H O U S. That's all? Hmm? No E? But it must mean house. Phonetic spelling again. School, alley, house. We could drive over and see. See what? If there's an alley by the school. And if there's a house by the alley. And if there is? Well, the board said we should get the police. Oh, man. Now I know I need a drink. The paper says the police are desperate for clues. Yeah, I don't think they mean that desperate. But uh, we can't just ignore all this information. I, I doubt that what you have would be classified as information. But according to the paper, the police are even following up on every crank call they're getting. Now, that's a classification you might qualify under. Look, all I know is I'm much too stimulated right now to just go to bed and forget all this. So, well, why don't we uh, take a drive over to Clover Heights and... And uh, just look around. Uh, all right. I think you both could do with a little fresh air. And if we can find a cozy bar afterwards, I could still do with that drink. Well, for what it's worth, here we are. Clover Heights. <sighs> it's so dark. I guess they haven't got all the electricity in yet. Not here, where the newer houses are going in anyway. Should be plenty of light up by the school, though. I hope so. Anyway, we're just going to drive through for a quick look-see. If there's a cop around, he's liable to haul us in for trespassing. Better a cop around than a killer. There's the school. Drive around it. See if there's an alley. All right. But there really isn't any point. There is an alley. Looks like it goes all the way behind the school. You could call it a driveway. I'd call it an alley. A very dark alley. Drive through. Let's just see. We will get taken in for trespassing. So, what are we proving? We found the alley, and on one side there's a school, and on the other side... Look! A house! School alley house! And none of us has ever been here before, and how do you explain it? Coincidence. And let's get out of here. Yes, let's. <laughs> but how can you explain it? I can't. And whenever anything happens that I can't explain, I figure it's a good time to have a drink. Let's go find that cozy corner bar I promised myself. <laughs> it's good to be inside where it's warm, at least. Yeah, I'd say the only thing this whole little escapade proves is my faithful old dog devotion to the fair Anne. For which I thank you. Again. <laughs> you have to admit, Ellie, Bill's been a brick to go along all the way with our fun and games tonight, hasn't he? Yes. Ellie, what's the matter? 
I think we ought to tell the police. But what would you tell them? That your Ouija board told you all this? All right. So they think I was some kind of weirdo. But they would still check out the house, just in case. Find the killer. Go to Clover. Get the police. That is what the Ouija told us to do. The Ouija didn't tell me to do anything. And if you two are really serious about bothering the police with all this nonsense, I'm afraid you'll have to count me out. What happened to my faithful old dog? He'll sit right here with his keg of brandy around his neck and wait for you. Okay. Then can we borrow your car? All right. But remember, I won't have any way to get over and bail you out. There's the police station. I noticed it on our way into Clover Heights. <sighs> now that we're here, <laughs> I'm not sure I have the nerve. The worst they can do is take us for a couple of crimes. I know. But the paper did say they were desperate for clues. So it's our city beauty, right? Right. Oh, I'm still right behind you. What time is it getting to be? Going on midnight. A perfect time for a murder. Well, at least we'll be safe inside the police station. If the death sergeant doesn't kill us when we tell him why we're here. Yes, can I help you? Um, we've come about the murders. The ones that have been in the newspapers so much lately? The sidewalk slasher, you mean? Yes. Well, if it's protection you're concerned about, young ladies, I'd suggest, first off, that you not be out on the streets alone this time of night with what's been going on. Oh, we, we have someone with us. Uh, that is, he's waiting for us. He didn't think we should bother you with this, but we thought... Uh, that we should. And it's something to do with the murders? Yes. Now, have your names, please. Our names? Uh, it's routine for my entry log. Oh, yes, of course. I'm Ellie Sims, and this is Ann Benson. Uh, that's Ann with an E. Mm. Mm. Right. Now, just what is this information you have regarding the murders? I don't know if you'd call it information, exactly. Sergeant, do you know what a Ouija board is? A Ouija board? Yes. That's where our information came from. A Ouija board? I know. You're probably thinking we're a couple of cranks. But we aren't, really. You see, I bought this Ouija board only this afternoon, just for fun... And tonight after dinner, we were asking it some perfectly harmless questions. Like uh, whether or not my boss was going to give me a raise. When it suddenly started giving us messages about the murderer. What kind of messages? Well, it said, uh, find the killer. And that's all? No, no, no. That was only the first message. Then it told us to go to Clover. Which we figured out meant Clover Heights. Uh, how did you figure that? Well, uh, it was the only Clover we could think of. And besides... Later, it said there was a school and, and an alley behind it. And a house. Just this one house behind the alley. I see. Uh, the Ouija board also told us to uh, get the police. Hmm, it did. Yes, it did. Anyway, we thought we should come and relate all of this to you, just in case it might mean something. We, we, we didn't want to bother you or anything. Well, that's what we're here for, miss. I think maybe you better wait in the next room for a minute. But that's really all we have to tell you. Well, and my friend is waiting for us. You see, uh, he, he let us borrow his car and... Uh, we won't keep you for long. Uh, right in here, please. Someone will be right with you. What do you suppose he wants us to wait for? I don't know. Do you think we ought to telephone Bill? On TV, they always allow you one phone call. Oh, Anne, we're not under arrest. I don't think. Miss Sims? Yes. And Miss Benson? Yes. 
I'm Detective Lieutenant Connors. The desk sergeant told me a story. If you don't mind, I'd like to have you repeat it. Uh, about the Ouija board. I understand that's how you say that you came by the information which you relayed to the officer outside. You mean you don't believe that what we told him is the truth? Oh, but it is, Lieutenant. We were just fooling around with this silly game. Now, and... just a moment, Miss Benson. First of all, where did you get this, uh, what do you call it? Ouija board, Lieutenant. It's a kind of an old-fashioned parlor game that used to be popular several years ago, before television. Mm. Where'd you get this particular one that you were, uh, as you say, fooling around with? I bought it just this afternoon at a toy store and shopping mall where I work. Well, what kind of work do you do? I'm the assistant manager of a bookstore, but I don't see why that... And you, Miss Benson? Uh, I'm a secretary for an advertising firm. And you were asking this... Ouija board, a question about your job, right? How did you know? Oh, I guess I must have mentioned that to the desk sergeant. Yes, uh, I was asking it if um, I was going to get a raise. Well, did it answer you? No, it uh, started giving us these other messages instead. What other messages? Can you remember them exactly? Yes, of course. The first thing it said was, find the killer. And you assumed this meant the so-called sidewalk slasher. Well, what other killer could it mean, Lieutenant? Those awful murders are all we've been reading and hearing about lately. And I just bought a newspaper home with the story of the latest murder on the front page. Mm, okay. So then did you ask this Ouija board where you were supposed to find the killer? Mm, not exactly. We only asked if it had any further message. And it did. It spelled out, go to Clover. Just Clover, not Clover Heights? That's right. But Clover Heights was the only clover we could think of. Hmm. Oh. All right, uh, then what? The next message after that was, uh, get the police. Which brought you here? No! Uh, I mean, not right away. That is, we thought it was all too vague. So we asked Ouija, I mean the Ouija board, to be more specific. About what? About where in Clover Heights the killer was to be found. And was Ouija... Specific at this point? Yes. Well, that is, it spelled out three clues, you might say. Which were? School, alley, house. Well, I see. Anything else? No. That's when we decided to drive over the Clover Heights just to see if there was a school with an alley near it and a house. And there was. So then we thought that maybe we should come here and report all of this in case it would be of any interest to you. I assure you, it's of interest to us, Miss Sims. It is? Yes, in fact, I'm going to ask you both to accompany me to the location you've described. But, uh, is that necessary? I mean, we didn't you think You didn't that... think what, Miss Sims? That we were going to take your story seriously? We weren't sure, but I guess we didn't really think you'd take it this seriously. Well, after all, Lieutenant, uh, the Ouija board is just a game. But murder is not, Miss Benson. Sears Radio Theater will return after this message from your local station. I'm downtown at Western Office Furniture's incredible warehouse clearance sale, where half a million dollars worth of inventory has to move. All six warehouse floors, everything in the showroom, is marked down 35 to 75% off. You can outfit an executive office, a steno pool, even a room in your home at 35 to 75% savings. 
Choose beautiful couches, chairs, desks, lamps, files, frame prints, desk accessories, all the way down to an ashtray. Seven floors for you to ramble through with Western Office Furniture's office consultants to help you. Parking is next door, delivery is available, and Visa and Master Charge are honored. That's Western Office Furniture's warehouse clearance sale, downtown at 236 South Los Angeles Street. 35 to 75% off on everything. You can't afford to miss it. Western Office Furniture's incredible downtown warehouse clearance sale is on now. Desks, chairs, files, 35 to 75% off. Western Office Furniture, 236 South Los Angeles Street. If you're flying on business or pleasure, it's a pleasure to do business with American Airlines. On every flight, you get courteous, reliable service. You get pre-reserved seats, one-stop check-in, and round-trip boarding passes, so you avoid all those lines. On most flights, you get center seats in coats that fold down when they're not in use, so you get more room to stretch. And carry-on luggage space, so when you land, you just grab your bag and take off. American also has easy, money-saving ways to turn a business trip into a family vacation. So next time you fly, on business or pleasure, do business with American Airlines. We're American Airlines, doing what we do best. Fly American Supercoach to Chicago for $111 each way. American flies six comfortable wide-bodied flights daily, including five DC-10s and one 747. There are no restrictions, but seats are limited. American Airlines. More from the Sears Radio Theater after this. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. Now the conclusion to the Ouija Spells Murder on the Sears Radio Theater. Vincent Price again, and here's the concluding act of The Ouija Spells Murder. Is this the house you were referring to? Yes, Lieutenant. That is, it's the only house beside the alley. So we thought... That it must be the one. According to this information you received. Yes. Ah. Uh, you two wait here a minute. Oh, but Lieutenant... I'll be right back. Oh, uh, I, I didn't even want to come anywhere near this alley again, even escorted by a detective. Funny, when we drove through here with Bill, he kept saying he felt the presence of a policeman. Poor Bill, he, he's, he's going to be so worried about us. Whatever we're here for shouldn't take too long. What are we here for, do you suppose? To wait while Lieutenant Connors checks out that house, I guess. Do you think he doesn't believe us? 
about the Ouija board, I mean. I don't know. But he seems to be taking our information seriously. However he thinks we got it. Where did he go? I don't know. It's too dark to see. Oh, I wish he'd hurry up and come back. Oh, I think I hear him coming now. Are you sure it's him? Quick, lock your door just in case. I can't find the lock! Neither can oh. I. Oh, Lieutenant, it is you. Oh, it's so dark out there, we couldn't be sure. The house is vacant. I'm going to look around. You both better come with me. Yes, I don't want to sit out here in this alley any longer. Neither do I. But I don't much want to go inside that house either. This way. We don't have any choice. In here. Mm. Electricity isn't on. I have to use my flashlight. Can't see anything. This isn't one of those new houses, is it? Uh-uh. Built as a small caretaker house at the time of the, the school was put up. I wonder how long it's been empty. I'm not sure that it is. What do you mean? A sleeping bag rolled up in the corner over there. Hmm. Nothing more than that, just a bedroll. I suppose he's here, right now. Well, we'll find out soon enough. Hold on. Let me check out this closet. <coughs> hmm. Nothing, just an old coat. For a second, I thought it was someone standing oh, there. I felt worse than that. No labels, nothing in the pockets. Something off a second-hand rack at a Goodwill store, I'd guess. You two can wait here if you want. I'm going to check out the other rooms. No, thanks. We're sticking right with you, Lieutenant, if you don't mind. Especially since there's only your flashlight to see by. All right, come on, then. No sign of anyone. Only the kitchen left. Harmless transient, perhaps. But maybe not harmless. Maybe not. And he might come back here at any time. It's possible, with the coat and the bedroll still here. But more likely, he's sleeping it off in a drunk tank someplace. But you are going to try and find him and question him, aren't you, Lieutenant? After all, he could very well be the killer, couldn't he? You mean... Just as your Ouija board indicated, right? I know it sounds unlikely to you, Lieutenant Connors, No, Miss Sims, but... it doesn't sound unlikely to me at all. That is, the transient who's been shacked up in this house could be the killer. Then the Ouija board might be right. We have, in fact, had this man under surveillance for some time now. But I don't understand, Lieutenant. Then why did you bring us here just to conduct this pretense of an investigation? The existence of this suspect and this area of investigation haven't been mentioned in any newspaper account, Miss Sims. So what I'd like to hear from you right now is a reasonable explanation of how you secured your information. But we told you, Lieutenant. I said a reasonable explanation, Miss Benson. But what we told you is the truth, Lieutenant Connors, and I still don't understand why you've brought us here to this house where a man who is a suspect is... Was a suspect, Miss Sims. At the time of the latest sidewalk slashing, we had our transient friend in actual custody on a minor charge. But what about the time of the other murders? He has alibis which appear to hold water. We now consider him in the clear. Then why 
Were you interested in our story at all, Lieutenant? If it was old news to you, if you'd already checked out this house and everything. There are two other developments which have also been withheld from the newspapers, which make your coming into our precinct tonight with this story of yours seem something more than coincidence. What are those two developments, Lieutenant? The body of the Slash's latest victim. It was found right here in this alley. Oh, oh, no, no wonder I have such an awful feeling about this place. Oh, Lieutenant, can't we get away from here, please? And the other development, Lieutenant Connors? There is the indication of a possible involvement in this case by a member of our own department. Oh, you mean... Lieutenant, are you saying that the killer might actually be a police officer? <laughs> you both appear to find it hard to believe that an officer of the law could be subject to the same human flaws as any other man. Yes, I, I suppose so. Oh, my God. Uh, tell I... me, uh, the latest murder victim found at this location, Cynthia Baker... Are you certain neither of you were acquainted with her? Yes, th that is, I wasn't, and I'm sure... I, I wasn't either, Lieutenant. She worked as a secretary, too, Miss Benson. Yes, yes, I read that in the paper. All of the victims, they were young women of approximately the same age as yourself. Yes, we know. Unwisely venturing out on the city streets at night, alone. As you, too, did this evening. But we were only trying to... Assist the police in their bumbling attempts to solve these horrendous crimes. <laughs> yes, of course. Lieutenant Connors, you should remember that the desk sergeant knows that you've brought us here. That's right, Lieutenant. Yes. Of course. I'd better be getting you back to the station now. You'll have to go in for a minute. The sergeant will need you to sign his report. Then will we be free to leave, Lieutenant? I still don't buy your story of being brought here tonight by some kind of mumbo-jumbo. But I've no cause to detain you any further. Which way do we go? Uh, this way. Now, that door over there leads from the underground garage into the station. The uh, lobby's right through that door at the end of the hall. I have to get back to do some work in my office. Thank you, Lieutenant. Good night. Good night. Oh, Ellie, let's get out of here as quickly as we can. Oh, Miss Sims, Miss Benson. Lieutenant Connors just buzzed me from his office. Uh, you're to sign my report. Yes. And then I'd suggest you both get right home and in off the streets as soon as possible. Don't worry, we will. Good night, Sergeant. Now, take care now. Ellie, I could have sworn that Lieutenant Connors back in that house in the alley, he acted so strange. I know. Do you think the killer could be a policeman? Let's just get in the car and get away from here. All right. I never want anything to do with a Ouija board again. Oh, I hope my old faithful dog hasn't given up on us again. Don't move or scream, either of you. 
I have a knife poised at the back of one of your lovely necks. Oh, Lieutenant Connors. Oh, I'm so sorry. As a police officer, I should have cautioned you. Before getting into your car, particularly on a dark, lonely night, always make sure that no one is waiting for you in the back seat. Lieutenant, please. Start the car, Miss Benson. And drive until I tell you to stop. I don't know. That taxi, it swerved right in front of us. Oh, thank God. It scared off the lieutenant. Ann, Ellie, are you all right? Oh, Bill, how did you get here? In that cab. We pulled up just as you were pulling away. And just in time for our headlights to catch the glint of that knife at your neck. It was chancy, but the quickest thing we could think of to do. Thank goodness it worked. Bill, that man with the knife, he's a police officer. He got away. No. The cabbie brought him down with the best flying tackle I've ever seen. Oh, Bill, it's so lucky you came. How did you happen to come just at the right time? It was closing time. I got locked out of the bar. Well, I hope you two have learned your lesson from this. No more messing around with the occult, right? Right. I'm even going to give up my tarot cards and go back to solitaire. But it is amazing. The Ouija board actually directed us. First, to the house of a legitimate suspect, and the alley where the latest victim was found, and then to the killer himself. I just assumed the Ouija hadn't gone that far. Wonder. You wonder what? What the Ouija board would have to say now. Uh, I thought you said you were swearing off. Good night, folks. This is where I came in. Oh, stick around a few more minutes, Bill, and see what happens. We'll just give Ouija one more quick try. Come on, Ann. Well, all right. But I still think we may be tempting fate. Shh. Close your eyes and concentrate. It's moving already. Oh, man. Here we go again. What is it, Ouija? Do you have another message for us? T. E. L. L. Tell. P. O. L. I. C. Police. Tell police. No. No more police tonight. Wait a minute, Bill. This might be important. Yes, yes. Maybe we'll need to borrow your car again. B. L. U. C. Blood. Blood. Phonetic spelling again, remember? Tell police blood. O. N. On. Uh, tell police blood on. I don't want to know. No more Ouija. Listening to Sears Radio Theater. Brought to you five nights a week by Sears Roebuck and Company. Sears, where America shops. The Ouija Spells Murder was written by Shirley Gordon. 
Produced and directed by Elliot Lewis. Your host was Vincent Price. Our stars were Louise Heath and Joan McCall. Also heard were Sam Edwards, Howard Culver, and Shepard Menken. The music for Sears Radio Theater was composed and conducted by Nelson Riddle. Art Gilmore speaking. The Elliot Lewis production of Sears Radio Theater is a presentation of CBI. That's the Sears Radio Theater with the Ouija Spells Murder, hosted by Vincent Price from February the 21st, 1979. In a moment, we'll hear Chapter 1 of The Coffin for the Lady on Adventures by Morse. Welcome back to Mystery Theater. I'm your host, Christopher Lee. Elliot Lewis as Captain Bart Friday and Jack Edwards as his sidekick, Skip Turner, return now in the three-part Carlton E. Morse, Adventures by Morse story, A Coffin for the Lady. Here's chapter one. Adventures by Morse. Carlton E. Morse presents... A Coffin for the Lady, featuring Captain Friday. If you like high adventure, come with me. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. If you like blood and thunder... Come with me. Four o'clock in the gray, wet dusk of a late winter afternoon on Marmaduke Island. Uninhabited and somewhere off the Pacific coast of Canada. Meet Captain Bart Friday and Skip Turner, soaked to the skin, lying in the dank leaf mold screened by a bank of fern. Watching, listening, waiting. No sound in all the empty forest, except the dripping of rain-soaked trees and the lapping of water on the bank of the inland bay a score of yards away. Skip stirred. Honest to my grandma, Captain. Keep your voice down. Why? I bet they ain't even a Pacific cat within 20 miles of where we're laying. As the crow flies? Yeah, as the crow flies. Here we've been laying for three full hours. Ain't that I mind playing Indian if the United States of America wants us to play Indian. Ain't that. Just that if we gotta do it, why'd we have to pick a middle of winter? And I mean a rainy winter. Take it easy, old boy. Suckers, that's what we are. We don't know when we're well off, that's the matter with us. We're sitting pretty in our office back in San Francisco. Friday making money for us. We got the cutest secretary in captivity. We got everything. And what do we do? We come up here on a two-by-four uninhabited island and lay on our stomachs in wet leaf mold. Suckers. Not so loud, sucker. And what for, I asked you? A little job for military intelligence. And do we know what kind of a job? No. Doggone right we don't. We don't even know who we're working for. Yes, we do. Military intelligence. And that's what this guy brought us up here says. Major James Lawrence is everything he says he is. Hmm, maybe. Now you're just talking through your hat because you're cold and hungry. You're dead gum right I'm cold and hungry. And wet and cramped. And I got a cold coming on in my head. And that ain't all either. No? No. 
Do you realize we ain't so much as even set eyes on an honest-to-goodness pretty female woman for more than a week now? Mm-hmm. What do you mean, uh-huh? You act like women didn't amount to no more than a hill of beans. I was just thinking. Thinking what? This job must be pretty hot stuff. I figure. We've been brought up here without a word of information. Major Lawrence hasn't said a word to us about the mission, except that our work should be cut out for us on the return trip. And for us to keep our eyes cocked and our ammunition dry. He said that? Yeah. Now he's spotted us here while he's gone back into the woods to keep some kind of a rendezvous. Yeah, three hours. When he rendezvous, he rendezvous. You suppose we're ever gonna know what this is all about? I don't know. Military intelligence. Listen. I don't hear nothing. Somebody's coming through the brush. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Keep down, you crazy idiot. Well, if it's Major Lawrence... Let him come to us. Hey, it's not the Major. Somebody in army uniform, though. What's that he's toting in his arms? He's carrying some... Skip, he's hurt. Yeah. Guy's stumbling around like a... Hey, he's down. Come on, quick. Yeah. All down in a heap. Hey, Captain, there's a knife in his back. So I see. Right between the shoulder blades. Is he... Hasn't corked out yet, but he's unconscious. No. No, not unconscious. Hey. Who are you? What happened to Major Lawrence? Where'd you get this? Can't talk much. Get the girl to Port Lancer. Girl? Girl to Port Lancer. They... They want her dead. Hey, Captain Friday, this is a girl he was carrying. She's gagged and bound hand and foot. Hurry. Hurry. Get back to the boat. Get to the mainland. Get her... Get her off this island. Major Lawrence is dead. Uh, oh. He... He's gone, Captain? Yeah, did you get that? Major Lawrence is dead. Yeah, you think we ought to go look for him? No, we got to get this girl out of here. You think we can get him and this little hunk of female... Never mind this man. Hey, Captain. Didn't you hear him say to hurry? They must be hot on his trail. Pick up the girl. Seems a shame. Take his papers along. Come on, can you run with her? Yeah. She don't weigh no more in a minute. I sure hate to desert the Major and that soldier, though. We'll notify the authorities first chance we get. What's the girl look like? Uh, can't tell much. She's gagged and blindfolded. Spring chicken, though, I can tell that. Uh. Hey! Quick! Around the bend in the path, they're shooting at us. Yeah, doggone right they're shooting at us. I felt that hunk of lead go by just as plain. We're coming to the boat. Want a hand with the girl? No. Only you shove the launch off while I'm getting in with her. Okay. You're gonna have to wait out with her? Yeah. Up to our hips. Woo-wee! Dump her in. Jump in. Quick. Yeah, man. Push her off. She's free. Climb in, Captain. You all set? Yeah, let her go. Dog, gone, will you listen to that? Sounds like a little private war going on back there. We're getting out far enough now so they can't do as much damage. Yeah. Funny they don't come out in the open. We've heard all them shots, but ain't seen hot in the hair nobody. Shooting stopped, too. Notice that? Yeah. Saw was no use and gave up the chase, looks like. 
Hey, how about me opening this little package and see what we got? Package? Yeah, the babe, the doll. She tied up like a Christmas candy bar. Okay, untie her. But first get that gag out of her mouth. Yeah. Oh, lady, they got enough dried good stuff in your pretty face to dress a bride. There we are. Oh, oh thank you. Hey, Captain, look at what we got. Hey, she's pretty. Even in men's clothes, she's pretty. Hello there. Uh, I, I, I don't know who you two men are, but I want to thank you for saving my life. I, I think you're wonderful. I love both of you. Well, now, ask just about the nicest speech I ever heard. Well, don't stand there like an idiot, Skip. Cut the ropes on her hands and feet. Oh, sure. What am I thinking about? Set up, honey, so I can get at those wrists. Uh, they, they tied my hands behind me. Oh, say they did. There, that cut them loose. Oh, all the circulation's gone. Yeah, well, rub them together hard. That'll bring the blood back. They feel like they were dead. Uh, where are we going? I don't know. Oh, Captain. What's the matter? Little lady wants to know where we're taking her. We'll be arriving on the mainland in another five or ten minutes. Uh, here we are. But there, there's nothing here at all. Just forest. That's all. Run the boat up alongside that old piling and tie her up, Skip. Aye, aye, Captain Friday. But I... I don't understand. I thought you were taking me to some town. Or, or at least a village. Boat's all secure. Good. Uh, we have to wade ashore from here. I'll get over the side and carry you. Hey, how about me carrying her? I saw her first. You'll bring the rifles and bedding. Oh, that's great. I get to bring the rifles and bedding. And don't get them wet. Come on over the side, lady. I suppose there's nothing else to do. Nothing. Give me a hand. Yeah. Now, over with you. You must be freezing in that water. You just lie quietly and you won't get a drop on you. By the way, what's your name? Judith. That all? Judith Wright. Now you know more about me than I know about you. Here we go up the bank. There. Well, there you are. Back on dry land, safe and sound. Oh, you don't know what a good feeling it is. <coughs> horses. You got horses hidden back in the woods. That's right. Woo-wee. Honest to Christmas, every time I wade in the Pacific Ocean, it seems to get colder. Want to build a fire, Skip? Fire? We got to dry out. Besides that, I want a little conversation with Miss Wright here. Oh, is that her name? Judith Wright. Miss Wright, this is one of my sidekicks, Skip Turner. Hello, Skip. Same to you, Miss Wright. Oh, skip to Miss Wright. Anybody who saved a girl's life ought to be allowed to use her first name. Well, that suits me right down to the skin. And who are you, Captain? I'm Captain Bart Friday. Captain of what? No, it's just a title. Ah, don't let him kid you, sis. Skip. Yeah? 
I thought you were going to build a fire. Oh, but look, you cap, I thought we was running away from a bunch of bad boys. Now, them babies who were shooting at us must have a boat same as we got. And if they're so anxious to get Judith back... They got they... the whole Canadian coastline to look for it. It'll take them a month to find this hiding place. Yeah, but fire makes smoke, and smoke Make can be... Make a fire without smoke. Y... Now, whoever heard Indians of Indians fi... do. Huh? Make a fire without smoke? Oh, sure. Uh, get me some dry twigs and leaves. I'll show you. <laughs> well, what do you know? The good-looking redhead's a Girl Scout. <laughs> you seem awfully cheerful, Miss Wright. <laughs> Why shouldn't I be? I've just been rescued. Oh. You're thinking of Major Lawrence and, and that poor soldier. Yeah. They both died getting you out of whatever mess you're in. You could be a little more concerned. I... I'm sorry. They... they were friends of yours. I've done a little work with the Major. I never saw the soldier in my life. Well, it, at least it isn't a personal loss. That was a very dramatic thing. Army G.I. running down a rough forest trail with a girl in his arms. And a ten-inch dagger blade between his shoulders. Yes. The girl gagged and bound. I know. How'd you get into a mess like that? Uh, something that just happens to people in this crazy world. Hmm. How old are you? Twenty. You working for military intelligence? I don't think that's a question you have any right to ask, Captain Friday. What do you know about Port Lancer? Nothing. Should I? I don't know. The soldier gasped out Port Lancer before he died. Yes, I, I heard him. You're supposed to take me there. Why? I, I don't know. I... I just heard him tell you so. Yeah. Okay, Judith, here's some dry leaves and twigs like you asked for. Forget them. We're going to Port Lancer. Hey, but, Cap, the fire... Blast the fire. Get the horses. Sure. Well, why the sudden urge to rush to Port Lancer, Captain Friday? I'm being double-crossed somewhere along the line, and I can't hold still till I find out who's doing it and why. Judith Wright, the girl of mystery. Port Lancer, the port of mystery. Why have two army men been murdered over Judith? Why was she bound and gagged? But most important, what is there at Port Lancer to make Captain Friday think that... But wait. Watch out, your horse doesn't stumble. We gotta wade this creek. I don't hear no creek. You will as soon as we turn the corner. It's just up ahead. Uh, how much... Further, Captain Friday. We'll be at Port Lancer in another five minutes. I'm not used to riding. Neither am I, and that's a fact. I hear the running water up ahead. Yeah, here's where we cross. I keep a tight rein. The creek bed has a rocky bottom, and your horse is liable to stumble unless you keep his head up. Here we go now. Come on, boy. Come on. Now then, up the bank with you. Good boy. Come on, Miss Wright. Just hang on. Keep right behind her, Skip. Okay, here we come. Come on, boy. Come on. Hang on, Judith. Up the 
boy. Come on. Right behind you. Up, boy. Up. I didn't care for that. Oh, cowboy skipped a call me. We're right on the edge of Port Lancer. You can see smoke from the village. It's about time. You realize we've been in the saddle from 11 o'clock this morning till 4.30 this afternoon? You don't have to tell me. I've realized every second of it. Yeah, yeah, there she is. You can see the buildings through the trees. Hey, you any idea what we're going to do when we get there, Captain? Put our horses up at the local livery stable. Take a couple of rooms at the little hotel. And then what? And then just sit. Do what? Just sit till the news of our arrival spreads over Port Lancer. It won't take long with all 300 of the inhabitants thirsting for the latest news. And after the news is around, what? And I expect we'll be receiving visitors. What makes you think that? Somebody in Port Lancer wants to get in touch with you very much. That was the soldier's dying words. Hey, our forest path just sort of widens out into the main street of the village. And there's the livery stable on the left-hand side of the street, up ahead. Yeah, yeah. And there's a Comstock Hotel just opposite. Well, if you ask me, the livery stable looks more inviting than the hotel. <laughs> you just ain't kidding there, sister. And the horses will get better food, too. Hello. Must be a boat in the harbor. Huh? Do they have passenger boat service up here? Listen. No, not passenger. That'll be a cannery boat. One of the boats that service the fishing canneries. They carry passengers when and if there are any. You're pretty well acquainted with the country up here, Captain Friday. That's my job. Job? Yeah. And just what is your job? Whoa there. Whoa. Here we are. Now let's get down. Yeah. Oh, man, does it ever feel good to stand on your own two feet again? Here, come on, baby, I'll help you off. All right. Just let go now and slide. Oh, oh there. Whoa, boy. Whoa. All right, oh. come on. Gotcha. Oh, my goodness, Judith. Man could pick you up and put you in his pocket. Skip, you're a ladies' man. Huh. Put me down. Do you mind? There you are. <laughs> oh! Oh, you see? Saddle oh. lame. You want I should pick you up oh. again? No. I'd get along. Huh. Here, I'll take the three horses in the stable. You wouldn't need to do that, mister. Oh, hello. You're the stableman? That's right. Will you be leaving the horses here overnight? Looks like it from here. Then I'll be taking them along. Come along, boys. Oh, by the way, mister... No, what's the matter? Whoa, whoa, boys. What's the matter? Uh, when you better come along? I'll be needing a small deposit on the feed bill. Well, that's silly. You can hold the horses if we don't pay. It's a rule we got. Avoid arguments later on. Well, that's a silly. Never mind, never mind. I'll go along with him. You and Miss Wright wait here. Sorry, mister, but a rule's a rule. Yeah, sure. Hey, come on, boys. Whoa, whoa, boys. Whoa. You folks staying across the street at the Comstock Hotel? I expect so. You mind just leaving the bay horse in the box stall there? All right, but hurry it up. We've had a long ride and we're tired. Come on, Bolly. Whoa, Bolly, whoa, boy. Uh, just time. Hey! 
takes care of one of you. And easy enough it was, too. Now to get the other one in here. Hmm. Taking Captain Friday long enough to make a deposit. Some of these natives along the coast are funny people. Suspicious of everything. Awfully hard to do business with. Yeah, I suppose. Hey, look. Here comes a stable man. Well, where's the captain? <laughs> Maybe he decided to sleep with the horses. Hey, what's the matter, fella? Will you come into the stable a minute, mister? Me? Looks like one of your horses is going lame. Oh? Which one? Uh, the big bay. Your friend was wishing you'd step inside a minute. Oh, will you excuse me a minute, Judith? Oh, yes. Is there anything uh, No, to... miss. Uh, they'll be out in a minute. Hey, come along with you. It's mighty funny. I was riding a bay and there wasn't a limp out of her all day. Right inside here. If you'll step right in the box stall. Hey! Oh! Oh. Hey, Captain, why'd you do that? Look at this bump on my head. Hey, you're bleeding. Oh, not bad. Oh, I'm all right. This crazy old codger lured me into this box stall and then clubbed me over the head. I saw the blow coming and rolled with it, but I still was stunned for a minute. You mean he brought me in here for the same reason? That's right. Why, you dirty old skin flip. <laughs> well, he didn't roll with the blow you give him. <laughs> He'll be out for an hour. Never mind him. Where'd you leave Judith Wright? Out in front. She was going to wait. Oh, come on, let's find out what this game is. Wait. Don't go barging outside until we see the lay of the land. Just a minute. I don't get it. Did you say Miss Wright was waiting outside for us? Oh, she said. What she said and what she's doing are two different things. Take a look for yourself. Hey, she's hightailing it off down the street. Yeah. Avoiding the Comstock Hotel like it was poison. Well, we better get on her tail. Wait till she gets further ahead. Well, there's one thing she's not heading for the harbor. Hey, but why does she want to give us a slip after us saving her? Hey, do you think she's in cahoots with this old stable geezer who tried to lay us out? Come on. She's far enough ahead. Right on your coattail. Oh, how are you going to shatter anybody in this one-horse village? Yeah, just do the best we can. Hmm. And have you thought that if there's one man who wants to have us put away in Port Lancer, there's probably at least a couple of more? Well, anyway, I'm glad it's getting dusk. That's more of a break. Hey, look, she's turning off the main street. Okay. Then we can close up a little on her. Now, faster, but keep on the grass so she won't hear footsteps behind her. Yeah. Right ahead's where she turned off. Yeah. Hold it. Ain't nothing more than a cow path leading off into the woods. There she is. I don't see nothing. I caught sight of her going through the trees. Come on. Easy on those footsteps. Walk along the edge of the grass. Yeah. It's getting darker under the trees so we can close in some more. What the heck's going on, Cappy? We rescued Judith Wright at the cost of the lives of two Army intelligence men. We get her safely to the mainland, only to have one of her friends try to crack our skulls. We don't know he was her friend. Well, then why didn't she stick around? Looks to me like the stable man was getting rid of her so she could be on her way. Mm -hmm. Smells rotten, all right. Look, look ahead. Uh-oh, cabin. With a light in the window. And there's friend Judith knocking on the door. Yeah. Well, it looks like we come to a place where we might get information about a lot of things. Door's opening for her. See who let her in? No. Come on. See what goes on inside. Think they might have a guard outside? Why didn't they challenge Miss Wright, then? Sounds logical. Come on. Not too fast. Let's look the situation over as we go. Let's try for that group of trees near the cabin first. Okay, go ahead. I'm right behind you. Come on. Made it. See anything? Huh? Not a move out of nobody. Okay. 
The next dash will be to the shadow of the house. Yeah. Boy, night comes down on you like a blackout out here in these woods. All right. Here we go. Make it quiet. Yeah. Make it. And still no sign of man or beast. Now then, we'll ease along the house up to the window. Uh-huh. Oh, Captain, did you see that? They pulled a curtain over the window. Yeah. It's too bad. So what do we do now? Let's have a look anyway. Oh, don't brush against the logs. They can hear you inside. I'm watching. Hold it. Hey, there's a crack. You can see under the curtain. Keep quiet, you idiot. Yeah. See anything? Uh-oh. Put your eye up to the crack. Can you see? Captain. Captain Friday, the girl's laying on the floor. I can see her as well as you can. They've killed Judith. I don't see any blood. Hey, what's that big oblong box that they got sitting on those kitchen chairs? Where? Across the room there. They're lifting up the girl's body. But they're putting it in a box. It's a coffin, Skip. They're putting Judith Wright in a coffin. Did you see her face? She's not dead yet. They're burying the girl and she's not dead yet. Skip. Huh? What's the matter? If I'm not mistaken, somebody's standing right behind us. <gasps> Either you two gentlemen so much as twitch an eyebrow, I'll blast you to kingdom come. Why did Judith Wright elude her rescuers to rush to her own destruction? Why was the coffin in the cabin? Were these men just waiting for her to deliver her body in the satin-lined burial box? But Skip Turner said she wasn't dead yet. No one wants to be buried alive. And what of Captain Friday and Skip Turner, each with a gun in his back? Chapter 2 of A Coffin for the Lady is entitled The Conversation in the Casket. That's chapter one of A Coffin for the Lady on Adventures by Morse from March the 18th, 1944. I'll have chapter two of this three-part adventure at this same time next week, so don't miss it. In a moment, I'll tell you what's coming up on the next Mystery Theater. Be sure to join me next time on Mystery Theater, when we'll hear I was a communist for the FBI, the Hermit's Cave, and Jeff Regan, Investigator. This is your host, Christopher Lee, saying thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to Mystery Theater with your host, Christopher Lee. The producers of Mystery Theater wish to thank this station and Radio Spirits for helping make this series possible. This copyrighted radio series is written by Dennis Etchison, Jim McCants speaking. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. 
And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.